Hey guys, welcome to Hunter's Quest Podcast. This is your host, Hunter, and it's great to be with you. Um, yeah, I'm right in the thick of hunting season. I bet you guys are too. Hope you guys are enjoying yourselves and filling tags and and just, uh, yeah, enjoying this time of year. It's the best time of year. Uh, I just got back from Wyoming. Uh, it was a great trip, man. I had a... <laughs> I had quite a bit of time planned and I expected it to be kind of a tougher hunt, even though it was just an antelope hunt, um, you know, because of where I was hunting, you know, I was expecting to be a lot of pressure and hard to find animals on public. Um, but, uh, gotta be honest, uh, you know, you know, God is good, but, uh, we, we finished in the second day. We, we killed a, a good buck on opening day in the afternoon and uh and then we killed a doe i got a doe tag as well we killed a doe uh the next morning so um i was like i said i was expecting a little bit longer more challenging of a hunt um but it's all good you know uh, we had a great time got to get home early to the family and spend more time before my next trip which i'm uh gearing up for if you could see the other side of the studio here you'd see it's uh, a little bit of chaos right now but um it's all good so Anyway, in this episode, I wanted to get it out so you guys could, you know, listen if, um, you know, I'm sure there's still a few guys headed out for antelope hunts, um, or if you got some other hunt and you're on the road, um, I thought it'd be cool just to uh, put out this little recap that me and my videographer and photographer Cam Scholl did uh, from the road in Wyoming. The last day we drove out to Saratoga to meet up with my friend Jeremy from Yukon River Knives. And I mentioned him in, in the episode here, but um, if you get a chance, check out Yukon River Knives. Um, they're excellent quality um, custom knives or semi-custom knives made here in the U.S. With, you know, the best materials that you can get. I used mine uh, to clean my antelope. And, um, but the cool thing about Yukon River Knives is, is that a portion of every sale goes to help support missions work, uh, missionary that they support in Alaska. So, um, anyway, check out Yukon River Knives. Um, and yeah, this is just a recap of our hunt and kind of how me and Cam met. And this was his first Western hunt ever. So <laughs> it was pretty cool. Like <clears throat> after I shot the antelope, like he was jacked, he was like, like probably, as excited or more than I was and like completely like forgot like where he was at. He like dropped the camera and I was like, dude, keep rolling. <laughs> like, um, but he did a great job uh, on the hunt and the photography and filming. Um, check out his stuff. Cam Scholl, uh, C-A-M-S-H-U-L-L on Instagram and also um, at full frame media, I believe or full frame outdoors on Instagram as well, but you can check out his personal profile and go from there. But, um, got some great stuff with him. Uh, it was cool kind of reliving the hunt through his eyes as a first timer. And so this is a good recap of the hunt and then talking about kind of his impressions as a first time Western hunter. So, um, so yeah, two Virginia boys went out and got it done on a tag that anybody can get pretty much any, any year. Like I said, uh, I drew this tag with zero points. Uh, and we had a great hunt, saw tons of antelope. Um, you know, a lot of them were on private, of course, uh, but nonetheless got it done and had a great hunt. So this is a hunt anybody can do. It's very accessible, very approachable. Um, you know, we got it done. And like I said, I'm no expert, um, kind of learning as we go here, but, uh, hope you guys enjoy this recap and, um, 
and uh, just have fun with it and have a great rest of your season. Stay safe, shoot straight, have fun, enjoy, and uh, fill that freezer, folks. All right, (laughs) have a good one. All right, guys, welcome to the Hunter's Quest podcast. We are coming at you live from the Rivera Lodge in Saratoga, Wyoming. So this beautiful background is the best we could do, but it's all good. So um, yeah, we just got done with this uh, antelope hunt um, out here. And today we went and met up with some friends, uh, Jeremy from Yukon River Knives and Ron and some other guys, some friends of theirs. Tried to find some sage grouse. That wasn't really happening, but we had a good time anyway. Um, we had some time to kill them back into the trip. So we did that. Um, and I uh, wanted to just do a little recap um, of the hunt, um, but also get Cam's uh, perspective on it. This is his first time out west. And um, yeah, it was kind of uh, it was kind of fun hunting with him because it reminded me a lot of um, you know some of my first trips out west, which I was, you know, doing a lot of filming and stuff, and so anyway, um, this is Cam. What's up, guys? Yeah, my name's Cam Scholl. Uh, I'm a videographer and photographer in the outdoors uh, industry, and yeah. um, tagged along. What did you just get done doing? Western hunt. I was filming all the um, Marlin Sport Fishing Championship stuff on uh, CBS Sports all summer long, traveling to different locations doing a cool um marlin marlin tournament series yeah so that was a lot of fun and cam knows um luke Dusenberry, who i'm about to go to my next yeah. hunt with they met at the cbs at the sport fishing championship so it's just a small world um and uh but yeah so i met cam um <laughs> last year after i got back home from wyoming i was taking the cousin the the family to like the pumpkin patch yeah. or whatnot yeah, I see this. Patch. I see this bright-eyed, bushy-tailed young kid with a seventy to two hundred and a Sony, and I was like, and a oh. mullet. I had a, and mullet, a mullet too. <laughs> and I was like, let me talk to this kid. Let's see what's going on. So, what do you think when I came and talked to you? You know, I get questions all the time when when people see me walking in public places or yeah. anywhere, because I, I I have my camera with me the majority of the time. So yeah. you know, people see this kid with a seventy two hundred. Uh, lens and you know you know the big white lens it just yeah. stands out like yeah. wherever you go so people are like oh you do this for a living or like what do you <laughs> you know so half the time you know it's annoying people come up to you like that but you know you had a camera hat on or something and you looked like you knew what you're talking yeah. about you weren't just some pedestrian coming right. up to me talking about oh why the big lens <laughs> yeah right i mean so you know we kind of clicked in that moment i was dropping and, those like camera thing so you knew i knew what i was talking about yeah exactly so <laughs> you know me and me and you kind of clicked when uh we started talking about the outdoors industry yep. and uh a year later you know i started getting the bigger the bigger gigs and you know i guess you needed yeah. some help now and yeah so yeah so cam's kind of a young gun up and comer um but super hard worker good attitude did a really good job filming for me and um yeah i like uh I like working with guys like that, um, and uh, you know, it's cool to kind of not I, not that I was teaching him stuff on the shooting because he's he's got all the skills, and knowledge, and stuff. He was teaching me some stuff uh, in terms of gear and whatnot, but um, but just kind of helping him 
learn because videography for hunting is a whole different game. Yeah, yeah. So what was your like take or like your experience with, with that? How was that different from what well, you've done? Yeah, so I mean, the only f hunting films I've really done are, um, uh, I've filmed a little bit of turkey hunting back home in Virginia and I've I'm f I filmed a couple TikToks, I'm not even gonna lie. I filmed some <laughs> TikToks for, um, uh, it might have been whitetail hunting, but I'm pretty sure it was uh, pretty much all spring turkey yeah um but you know my background is right now majority fishing because i haven't had all the good connections in the in the hunting world mostly photos that i've been doing for hunting yeah. so coming out here in an environment you know i wasn't fully prepared for mentally like i had all the gear and stuff too much to be exact <laughs> like i overpacked way too much for this trip but um you know, in my head, I didn't have an exact clear picture because right. I haven't watched too many antelope hunts, but, you know, I've watched Meat Eater and a bunch of the mainstream kind right, of right, right. Um, Western hunts, and uh, I guess I was prepared for more foliage, more trees. <laughs> um, yeah, and, I, I, I guess I, like, I didn't... I've been, like, so busy and stuff. I didn't know... Like, I thought you'd done maybe a little more hunting. Right. So I didn't know. I didn't prepare you, well, I like, completely. Done more, I should have done more research, <laughs> yeah. but but I didn't, and I just, you know, ignorance took the best of me, yeah. and, you know, but but we made it happen, and I'm excited that I now understand yeah. it really what's, what more is going on here, yeah. and now I can differentiate. When, when, I, when I thought, like, West, I couldn't really differentiate the difference be between like antelope hunting and yeah, elk hunting right now i know it's completely different ball game you told me elk hunting's like massive elevation change you know uh a lot rougher of terrain yeah. here dude it's like flatlands with a yeah, couple rolling, rolling hills, hills yeah here and there you know yeah. um so you know as a whitetail hunter and a turkey hunter you're pretty much sitting in one spot the majority of the time yeah. so um uh, that's Did you what, like that like to. running gun kind of style? Or? I do. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not used to it. Because yeah. um, usually when I'm fishing, the most running around I do is running from the top deck to the bottom deck, yeah. or you know trying to get wherever the best angle to, yeah. to see that fish catch was. And then for turkey, you know, uh, I've had you know one camera on the turkeys and one camera on the shooter. Yeah. But you don't move. That's right. you know that's all I've really done. So yeah. um, I I like. Um, getting up and getting getting around yeah because sitting and waiting can be can be boring for know? sure um i'm just taking a note here i'm not texting <laughs> no worries. um so tell me um because uh so spoiler alert i was a little worried on this hunt that we weren't gonna get or i you know i was a little worried it was gonna take some time because i was reading all these horror stories online about this unit and um and also, you know, stuff that I called around to some folks before. I talked to the game warden, and you know, they were giving me the 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 like the horror stories. And so I was, you know, I thought it was gonna be a shooting gallery. I thought we yeah. were gonna find animals, like, um, and and that just goes to show, like, you know, especially with the antelope hunt, you know, um, but in general, I mean, like, stay positive. I actually I talked about this before already, but like, I had this kind of like aha moment from God, where it was just like, dude. Like you're going hunting, like, right. like yeah, have yeah. fun, like, yeah. Chill That's out. That's the like, first thing. Other hunters are not pressure; they're just other right. fellow hunters. So, yeah. um, that was one takeaway for me. But 
Um, so we did, but we did end up, we filled my type one and type six, my doe and my bow or my doe and buck tag. Um, but it was, it was really cool. Um, it happened pretty fast on the buck. Uh, on the first day, yeah. and uh, I mean, I was excited, but Cam was super <laughs> Dude, excited was, too. So, so tell uh, me about man, the hunt from your perspective. Like, tell me I, the whole story from your perspective. So, man, it's it's just crazy, you know, coming from you know, the Eastern Virginia boy. Yeah. Um, I don't get to see that kind of action, you know. <laughs> I, I've, you know, I get the shakes when I see a deer when oh, I'm yeah. in a tree well, stand. I do do stuff. This, but, but this. This is a whole another ball game, dude. Like when when the antelope's way far out, you don't really get that kind of shake that you do when you see a whitetail, uh, at least in my perspective. Yeah, sure. But once it started getting closer, and you you said you saw him rutting. Yeah. So when we pulled up, just real quick, I'll, I'll just yeah, give yeah, some yeah. context. I want to hear the story from your perspective. So again, another takeaway for me on this hunt was. So we spent, we got here a day and a half early. We spent yeah. like six hours a day we got here and then a full day the day before driving the unit and scouting. Just that scouting, was, yeah. That was crucial and just I was just dropping pins on go hunt every time I saw an antelope. And, um, and so we identified kind of the main drag and then some other kind of more off the beaten path right. kind of things. And so I decided, even though we saw a ton of antelope on that main drag, Let's go up on this off the beaten path kind of area, sort of in the middle of the unit, um, and and camp there and start off opening weekend there. Because again, I was expecting it to be just a shooting gallery on the main road, <laughs> um, and so I figured, you know, then you know when stuff dies down midweek or whatever, we can kind of go back to the main road where we saw a lot of antelope if we haven't tagged out yet. Um, so anyway, all I have to say was we got off the beaten path just a little bit and we had the place to ourselves. Yeah. I mean. We had a couple trucks roll through camp, but most of them were local Wyoming people. Yeah, going out for a little 9 p.m. Yeah. razor ride. Yeah, with the dogs. <laughs> yeah. That was funny. Yeah, that was funny. Um, and then, uh, but yeah, I mean, the spot where we actually killed both antelope, like not a single other hunter yeah. was on. No. And I think it was because it was like a little postage stamp, one square mile chunk of BLM surrounded by all some really good private. And that was the first... The first morning we went on like a six mile hike. Yeah. And um through massive public lands. Yeah, pretty good amount of public yeah. and saw a lot of goats but all on private. So um anyway, this is a really long winded way of saying, but all I'm gonna say was don't uh, fall into the trap I fell into at first, which was I really was only focusing on the biggest chunks of public I could find. I think that's a good way to start, but like don't overlook those small, like one square mile chunks. Yeah. Um, if you have access to it, if you can check it, because we went to this spot and there was antelope all over it. We pulled up, I saw antelope rutting. My buck was actually breeding a doe when we pulled up, you know, off in the distance. And um, and when we were cleaning it, we saw two other bucks fighting. But anyway, <laughs> I want to. I'm, I'm talking a lot. I want to hear from your perspective. But start with me from the first full day. Like, just tell me the whole story. Yeah, yeah. Here. So you know. Um, Man, we get up early and we get out there before the sun even rises yet. And this is my first mistake, right? I packed real nice and warm because, you know, you're like, yeah, we'll probably get up there. We'll sit on the ridge a little bit, look over in glass for a while. I expected to be sitting probably longer than I thought. A couple should, hours or something. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, maybe not hours, but at least 30 minutes or something. Yeah. We probably didn't even sit still that long. Yeah. Um, so... I started I started getting hot from the get go because yeah. I had too much on. So eventually, um, 
you said you needed to strip a layer down, so I, I stripped like two layers. <laughs> he was um, like taking off boots. Yeah, and, like, I, was, long I had to take off my boots and stuff. <laughs> Man, it. Was, it uh, I got so, tip for you. I got. The, I don't know if you saw, but I had those long johns that had the zip off. You can take yeah, them off no, without even taking your boots yeah, off. Yeah, I'll have to get up with you on that because yeah. um, yeah, but lesson learned. I know how to pack a little bit. No, well, that was my first problem. Dressing right. All right, so we get up there. Sun's starting to sun, sun's starting to come up. We're glassing. We're glassing. We see these. Um, we see a buck and was it a doe as well? Yeah. Right where you, we saw them the yeah. day we scouted. So we had scouted and found a buck that looked good, and we had noticed that right. the antelope that we had seen they had patterns and they would yeah tend like to stay. if we saw a group in an area the first day scouting they were almost in the exact same spot the next day so we found one the day before opener that looked like a good buck i thought he was on public turns out he was actually just on private but we kind of went back with the plan of going to find that same buck and right. that was that was my plan from the start on this unit since i knew it was a, a lower access unit was to find some animals find a spot and then don't do the typical wake up and get out there around nine, like to look for antelope. It was the camp in the unit and be there like when the sun was coming up. Like, yeah. Cause I didn't yeah. know what, what the pressure was going to be like. So anyway. Yeah. Yeah. We want to see, we, yeah. Like he said, he didn't know how many hunters or you know, what the pressure is going to be like. So we wanted to make sure <laughs> we were the first ones there. So as the sun's coming up, we spot them right where we saw them the day before. And, um, we decided, to go and try to get a closer look, but didn't we uh, possibly skyline them and they yeah, got a little they, spooked? They kind of, when I looked over the edge, they kind of saw us a little bit. It wasn't like a full-on spook, but they were a little bit like, what's that? And yeah. then we were trying to get around on them, and then that's when I realized like they're on just, I mean, like yeah. 30 yards from the private public. Yeah. So I was trying to see if we could... I don't know, skirt, yeah. maybe, I don't know. But anyway. we, we we tried to hit them from, you know, different directions. We went right first, wasn't going to happen. And then yeah. we went, we finally went around left. And uh, that's when we eventually got pinned down, right? Yeah. And uh, had, to, had to sit there and just watch them for a little bit. They would look at us, we'd look at them. And uh, they were just, they were playing with each other. Because, yeah. you know, he, he was trying to rut and... Um, and uh, he was just herding her around yeah just herding her around they were like chasing each other like yeah like crazy and they would run super far off yeah. at high speeds and then they'd come back look at us yeah. and be like what's that yeah and then run off again so eventually you know we we decided to stop messing around with them they're i mean they're not they weren't gonna hop on the public land yeah so we, we kept decided praying we, maybe they'd hop over but we, of course I mean, they man didn't. we were we were praying big time and um really hoping that we could connect with something there because he had an easy shot, but yeah. you know, obviously you can't use a nice tall break the rules. buck. Yeah. So, I could have easily, but he was yeah. just on private. Yeah. So, you know, we got some cool footage of them, but ended up just moving on and yeah. keep pressing on with the hunt. So we come back over this ridge behind us and we see a couple more off in the distance, but, um, looking on the go hunt app, um, he was saying they're they're on they're on private yeah. too. These things know the All lines. The, they, yeah, that, they, they know the lines. They know the line perfectly. Cause let me tell you, we walked on like what probably three four miles. We walked about three miles. <laughs> we walked about a mile from there, and then I spotted a group with a nice buck in it about two miles yeah. away. And and uh, it was in the general direction of where the public was, so I wasn't quite sure, but we needed a closer look. So we went over there. 
Yeah. So man, we yeah we hiked what three miles to get all the way over there, <laughs> and there they are, just across the fence. Like line. literally. <laughs> 50 yards out? No, dude, they were like five feet from the fence. Yeah. Three three to five feet. Oh, oh, I meant I meant from us. They weren't even oh, far yeah, from yeah, us right, though. Right. But yes, they're they're literally like five foot from the fence. Yeah. Um just looking at us. Just like, looking yep. at us. And then they started betting down. <laughs> yeah. And they're just mocking us yeah. from there. And then you decided to go on your little scout adventure. Um, I held back for a little bit. Yeah, I went about um, another mile. Or I probably so. had to catch my breath because, <laughs> you know, I'm not built for this. This dude trains um, all year round for this. I'm not quite ready um, for that stuff all the time. Yeah, so okay. I'm sitting there catching my breath, my breath, um, eating some pistachios or something. And then uh, he's going on this little scout mission up ahead, yeah. tries to see if there's anything worthwhile. And uh, that's when I noticed the antelope to the right that were five foot from the fence just go deeper into that private land, yeah. like they're out of my out of my sight. Yeah. So, um, you know, we got a little discouraged there, but you can't that you can't let that ruin the hunt for you. So uh, you keep pressing on. Found a little shady spot, took a break. Um, we, yeah, we went across through this wash, and there's some like cottonwoods there, yeah. and we like laid down, ate lunch. That was nice. Yeah, getting a little shade because there wasn't a whole lot of shade. But, yeah, um, um, that was nice. I've never found a uh, uh, antler shed, um, so that was really cool for me because uh, Hunter actually pointed it out and passed it to me. It's an old chalky uh, um, muley shed. Mule, yeah, muley shed. Point. I think he's yeah. got a little eye guard, doesn't he too? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty small, but, you know, cool to see. That was the one thing you kept saying, too, like, I want to find a shed. Yeah, I just wanted to find <laughs> a shed. We found you one. I wanted a little souvenir from Wyoming. Yeah. Um. So there you go. And, uh, you know, after that long, exhausting hunt, we <laughs> find, well, exhausting for me as a <laughs> new newcomer yeah, yeah, yeah. to this kind of thing. For you, it was a cakewalk, yeah. I bet. And you probably carrying more stuff than you. Well, and I had yeah. a 50 pound overweight bag <laughs> not uh, heavy though yeah it was know. it was too heavy though. it was too heavy yeah. for, for what we were doing for what anybody should have in their pack on an <laughs> antelope hunt <laughs> so anyways yeah. so we we get back to camp and you know we uh think uh, thinking about our next plan next plan of attack we actually didn't even go back to camp remember? oh no we went back to the truck yeah. that's right probably ate a sandwich or something yeah and then uh we went back to the truck and yeah. then i was my plan was I was like, all right, it's midday. Uh, my initial plan was let's uh, let's go to the main road and see how bad it is in terms of like yeah. how many other hunters are out here. Um, and again, I'm gonna try to change my vocabulary. Not bad. Let's see how many other hunters are you know how many other friends are out here with us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was my plan, um, but the road we were on. The tough thing about these hunts is no matter how good your mapping software is. Um, you just can't always tell if, if the road is a publicly accessible road or if it's shut down or if it's got no trespassing sign on it. So you just kind of, you just kind of have to drive a lot and just see where you can get and see where you can't get. Um, and I've talked about this before, but, um, you just got to make sure you're obeying the rules, um, and know, know what's up. But I noticed a couple of pieces that were in the vicinity of where we were, um, that if we had gone all the way back to the main road, it would have been you know a pretty long drive. So like yeah. we're, we're already back here. Let's just go drive and scope these spots out. Yeah. So we drove um, to a couple spots. Um, wasn't really seeing anything worthwhile. Ended up hitting. Well, a there's dead a end bunch road. of antelope, but they're all in private. Yeah. That I mean, yeah. But, but that's why. That's what I mean by worthwhile because yeah. it's not like 
be able to do anything about it. Yeah. Um, ended up hitting that dead end road. We turned about, turned around. I started taking a nap. Yeah. Um, after eating a bunch of snacks. <laughs> yeah, he was tuckered out. I was like, man, just take a rest, man. Yeah. It's all good. So I'm asleep. Next thing I know, he's waking me up. Cam, get out of the truck. Um, <laughs> we get out of the truck, and um, he tells me he just sees this antelope way out there in the distance, probably not even a mile, probably. Um, probably three quarters of a mile or so. Yeah, and it was just on the border. Oh, no, it was rutting, and uh, he said it was on the border of private land or something, and then it ran up that hill deeper into private land after no, being public. spooked. I thought it went up into the private no, land was, and then came on, down. He was on public. Okay. I saw him. I pulled up my glass and saw him about three quarters of a mile away, and he was actually breeding a doe. Gotcha. And then um, they they kind of ran down in this wash, and I lost visual. Right. Um, then he didn't run up there till the truck came by. Oh, that's right. right. Yeah, I forgot. And even about then, that he didn't part. go. He went to almost the border, but he stayed on public, but just right. barely. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, yeah. so so yeah. I see him. I wake you up. Then what happens? Right. So we get we get out of Are the truck. Are you all confused? Like, what's going on? I was a little bit confused, but <laughs> I, I, you know, um, I jump out the truck, no questions asked. I put my, you know, I got my photo camera, my video camera, slap everything on, um, my backpack, and then we just start rushing out there, and. Uh, yeah, I just, we so get I lost. halfway through that field or yeah. whatever, and that's when we noticed um, the truck. The truck coming. The truck came this way and it spooked him up up that hill, and then he finally came back down. Yeah. And we waited until he just dipped behind that little berm mm -hmm. um, to book it over closer to yeah. him and try to get a shot. And then that's when we dropped down in that wash, and um, yeah. he popped his head up back over that. Um, that little berm or that hill and uh he was just looking straight at you yeah it was, it was the craziest thing because i i figured since he got spooked by a truck if he clearly yeah. saw two humans like right in front of him because he was looking dead at us yeah. he knew what we were <laughs> um, well he so the truck came but we were in the middle field he went down the wash we couldn't see him and so we were kind of just going in the general direction we saw him last or that i saw him last yeah then i see this truck coming i'm like oh man we're we're screwed like we're done and then I see him like running way off, and I was like, I thought the hunt was over. But then he he stopped and turned and looked looked around, and then he just started just walking back into the middle. Uh, I found out later. Well, I think I know why that he did that. Um, there was some water nearby, and oh, yeah. um, anyway, that that might not have been it. I don't know, but they liked this one area. Um, so he starts coming back. And then, yeah, like you said, he dropped down, and that's when we made our move, and I booked it, and I dropped down in the wash, too. And then somewhere in along that line, he saw some movement. and But instead of being scared, because he right. was so ruddy. Yeah, he was, like, curious He was it. curious, and yeah. and so, anyway, so that's when... And that was interesting I just see his see, head pop up over there. Because I swear, if that was a white tail dude, it would have been gone. Yeah, yeah. You know, one stick snap, twig yeah. snap, it... Yeah. No questions right. asked, it's gone. Mm -hmm. um, if they even smell you wrong, yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, so he, I, I thought it was crazy. He's just looking straight at you. We're down in that berm. His head pops up over that thing. All of a sudden, he just starts getting closer and closer, and then he picks up the pace. He's, like, running towards him. He asks if I'm on, like, I'm, I'm filming him, the antelope, and... Uh, well, and first you're filming me. I was I like, are you I on him? I was filming you, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> I see the antelope. He's popped up. I start filming the antelope. He asked if I was on him, and then he goes to engage the, the antelope, 
And He's at 100 yards at this point. Click. Yeah, I forgot about Click. that. Yeah, so I had my gun in condition three. I had nothing in the in the chamber. Or there, I had my magazine full, but it was like empty. And yeah, he was standing 100 yards, staring straight at us. I had it right on, you know, dead center of his chest. I was just going to punch him. Yeah. And click. Dude, that... I, I might have dropped an expletive at that point. He might have. He might have. He might have. <laughs> yeah. And I... Um, I was just like, no, he didn't. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> and then like, no, Antelope he heard it and like started. Yeah, I thought we Antelope were didn't like that sound. So he books it to the right and comes around. So we run up the side of this hill and um, uh, you start, you start yeah. saying burp, burp. Just out of like, I'd have no <laughs> idea. Like probably if you're an old time antelope hunter, you're going to think I'm an idiot when you see the film because uh, when you see the episode, because uh just out of like habit from being yeah. a whitetail hunter, yeah, I started yeah. going burr, burr, to try to get him to, to stop. Try to get him it to might have worked. It might have worked because I thought I thought he was going to keep yeah. running. But we get to the top of that hill, uh, hill yeah. out of the wash, and he he stops. He turns he, around. He did stop. He looks this way, and then he looks this way, and then that's when he. Well, no, he stopped again, and then I, I was getting set up, and I got the crosshairs on him. I think yeah. I said, "Are you on him?" Yeah. And as soon as I'm about to pull the trigger, he starts running again, and then. And then I was like, oh, and then we a third time got set up. And then I was like, meh, meh. yeah, he stopped again. Yeah. And he dropped him. Uh, I mean, instant. So it was yeah. a nice, clean, clean kill. Yeah. Um, you thought he was twitching when he walked up to him, but I, I didn't His, see it. Yeah. He was quartering away. But they hard. still have nerves after, you yeah, know, even yeah. after. He was quartering away hard. When I saw the footage, it was a great shot. The exit wound came out mm -hmm. right where you want to uh, hit him um like i said yeah he didn't go one step when, when we did yeah approach, not even a step yeah dude. when we approached him his ear was twitching so i thought he but he was dead now he's um, gone but so. uh but cam did great like i mean i've been around guns pretty i much. didn't have any ear pro and i didn't yeah even he shake. had no ear pro I, i've been around guns my whole life and still i find it difficult to not like jump so yeah. when i when i'm filming a hunt i almost i like lock it down and try to not touch it he was yeah. going handheld and i guess say 300 wind mag going off like pretty dang close to his head <laughs> it don't matter to me <laughs> he didn't even shake so he got a really good shot so that was cool yeah so uh, yeah what'd was, you think of the animal when we got up on him or I, what how did you feel after that dude i was happier than a kid in a candy store man <laughs> and it's funny because i'm not even the one that killed it yeah i, I think i was more excited than you dude i think it. you were you were, i look over he was like <gasps> dude i couldn't i couldn't breathe we ran up on you this totally thing. forgot I you were shooting breathe. you like just dropped the camera i was <laughs> yeah. like dude roll <laughs> yeah. dude i was just so excited i've never seen anything like this and and man it was just a great experience and then I'm asking you all these questions. I was like, what, what are we going to do now? Like, like, uh, <laughs> yeah, we're going to drag him back to the truck. <laughs> I couldn't even talk half the time. I was probably foaming out of my mouth a little bit. <laughs> yeah. He was so excited. I could see it in his face. Like he was freaking jacked. Dude. <laughs> dude, I was, and amped. he kept dropping the camera. I'm like, dude, keep rolling. You roll. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. And then I, I start, I start handshaking you, high-fiving you. And yeah. I, my camera's like just filming the ground at this point. <laughs> I was just like, Oh, I should probably, uh, uh, get myself in line yeah. and film this, but um, yeah, that's no, all good, it, man. Incredible, it was exciting. incredible feeling. Yeah, for for it to happen like that so fast on day one, like I was really surprised, and um, and uh, yeah, and then when we get up to him, I look over and I see two bucks 
just in a huge fight, just going yeah. crazy. Like just, they probably went on for like three, four, five minutes. I don't even know. We got some footage of it, but they were just going at it. So I mean, yeah. And and this. I wish buck, we could have gotten that on the big lens, but know, we were yeah. running and gunning at yeah. that point, and you know. It, this this buck smells so ruddy too. Like his his patches were just. I got a whiff of that. Wet. Because I think you got it on your clothes. Yeah, yeah. Uh. Um, so yeah, so so then we you know we got him, got the meat. We got him taken care of. We got him quartered up, back to the truck. Um, I don't know. What'd you think of that that whole experience? I've never packed out um, meat before. So that you know that was pretty yeah. cool. I've only seen it in films and yeah. stuff. Um, luckily, it wasn't anything I couldn't handle. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if yeah. it was an elk, I don't think I would have been able to help you very much. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, it's um, usually like. I can't watch medical shows. It's crazy. Like I can't. I'm the same way. Actually. I cannot watch if it's like medical and humans. Yeah. I can't watch it. I can't. But either. it's weird. I can watch zombie vid in like movies and stuff. Yeah. And I've cleaned other animals. Yeah. And I've and I watched you clean two yeah. two does now and no problems. I can watch it. I you know I don't have a weak yeah, right. weak stomach to it. I'm the same. So way. it's interesting. Yeah. I don't know how that works, but. Yeah, I'm the same way. I can't watch like or like Doctor Pimple Popper. Have you seen that? I hate that. It's well, so gross. yeah, and I mean, acne is just a struggle. That yeah, <laughs> it, I, so, I just can't. Yeah, so that it was super exciting. We were stoked. Um, go back to you mentioned like overpacking. Like, what kind of stuff did you have that you like wouldn't bring? So, um, dude, thank the Lord, I couldn't fit my big like puffy Under Armour jacket in my in my bibs in my bag or in my crate if i had brought those and not the midweight gear that i brought yeah i would have been done yeah. <laughs> dude i would have been cooked and yeah. i would have been heavy it just would have been ridiculous yeah so um um luckily i did bring that midweight stuff but even that was too much yeah um so in the future um and dude i brought you know enough underwear and socks and long underwear to last until next month dude yeah. and i i thought i'd use it all yeah. bro for real that's the um, biggest thing that new guys and myself included when i started off is too much clothing yeah like i pretty much i'm still wearing the same socks i wore when we came here that's crazy uh, i i'm changed pants because my other ones were covered in blood um i've been wearing this all week like you can you can basically bring one to yeah. those yeah, yeah. Maybe extra pair of underwear or something. For real. Um, but I made the mistake of bringing, you know, uh, my girlfriend's closet with me, seriously. <laughs> um, and I shouldn't have done that. Um, so next time, I'll, you know, I'll bring the appropriate amount of clothes. Yeah. Um, some of the stuff I had came in kind of clutch. You know, I have, you know, all your basic survival gear yeah. for being out in the woods. You know, first aid kit. We yeah, used, I cut my hand. Used it a couple times. And he had some alcohol swabs um, I used. And, uh, you know, but two pairs of wool socks probably would have done it. Yeah. Um, one nice sweatshirt, a t-shirt. Yeah. Maybe a long sleeve and a pair of pants, yeah. maybe two, that's it. And it is important on hunts like this to like, like I wore this all the time. This is like a stone glacier synthetic hoodie. Yeah. Um, because not cause I was cold, but even when it's hot, it's a little uncomfortable obviously when it's hot and wear a long sleeve, but 
and the hood even, but just you need that like sun protection because yeah, the sun's pretty brutal. It's like, better than getting cooked. Yeah, yeah, if you look at my face, you probably can't see and it. And the but... first day I said, Cam, did you bring oh, chapstick? Oh, yeah. Never and he forget was like, chapstick. <laughs> I did the same thing. My first Western hunt, I didn't bring chapstick. I was getting it off my boy the whole time. Um, but I was like, Cam, did you bring some chapstick? And he said, no. And I was like, you want to borrow some? You should. I was like, nah, I'm good. And his so lip is all jacked. Basically, <laughs> you, if you've seen me two day, a day and a half ago, I couldn't, like, I was telling him this story. I was trying to eat my sandwich the other day, and I couldn't even open my mouth. I was like, my lips were cracked and bleeding, and they were, like, I was trying bloody. to eat my sandwich. And then he keeps he keeps making fun of me, because last night, before I, I finally bought some chapstick when we got into town last night to the hotel. but uh, I did give him some of mine, too. Yeah, well, he did. Um, but... Uh, I, I couldn't even laugh right. Yeah, he was like... Because, <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't even laugh right because I couldn't open my mouth without them, like, splitting. So so he, he makes fun of me, and he kept trying to make me laugh on purpose, and it was just, like, horrible. Not true, not true. Um, it might be true. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah. Don't forget chapstick. Yeah, chapstick is huge. Um, any other things that, like, just jump out as, like stuff you do differently next time or stuff you would bring or not bring or just um i'm gonna start doing crossfit <laughs> or something um and uh eating less cinnamon rolls <laughs> and yeah. then um and then i'm also going to uh I'm, I'm probably gonna invest in that pack that you have yeah so you came with a normal backpack um yeah. I let him borrow my EXO, uh, which is great because he, he was able to help me carry meat. But it's uh, it's a 4800. It's not a day pack. I got this uh, Stone Glacier EV or Evo 3300, I believe. And like honestly, Stone Glacier has like accidentally created like an amazing pack for uh, for filming with that pack uh, for day hunt filming. It's got this big like um, spotting scope pocket on the front and a tripod like holding system or something yeah. so i didn't use it for spotting scope but I, I fit my big two to six hundred uh camera lens in there with the body attached and then my tripod it was uh, actually a really good pack yeah. and then just big enough for a good day pack uh for like an antelope hunt and then easy access to your meat shelf so yeah. um that was that was crucial i think if i had um a bag that's more suited for the things I need to bring and not a ginormous bag that I can fit more things in. Cause I felt like I had to just put stuff in it to make it feel, that's true. because it's so big, I feel like the weight um, is not gonna be proportioned right yeah. if, I, if I don't have enough stuff in it. Hmm. I don't know, my mind just works weird like that. So I'm gonna have the right bag next time yeah. and I'm gonna pack it way lighter next time. Um, I'm only gonna wear. I'm only gonna bring a pair of camp shoes and a pair of boots, mm -hmm. and um, you know, one complete fit. And I'll probably wear. If it's a short hunt, then I'll just wear that the entire time. Yeah. And and these are things that are just like I don't know. I tried to prepare them yeah. over the phone a couple it's times. It's hard to really portray that. It is. Though, you kind of just have to live and learn. Yeah. On that, on some exactly. Of stuff. Yeah. Like, and now that I've you know. And I've done hiking and stuff in the past, but yeah, it's know, a totally it's different, totally animal. different world. Especially when you're filming. So, you know, here I am learning all this stuff for the first time, yeah. and I want to do it again, but I want to be better prepared. Yeah, you know. Um, 
And then, so, so then we got the buck down. Um, I was able to get the meat in some uh, uh, meat bag, uh, you know, game bags, and hang it up overnight. Got down to like in the 40s, so the meat cooled down. Um, I was able to, this is another kind of crucial thing. Anytime you can like cultivate local contacts in states out west is highly worth it. Um, so not only before the hunt, um, but also during the hunt. So I, um, I have a friend that I met through just networking, like in the industry, um, that, uh, his name's Levi. Um, and, uh, he was able to, when we got here, first of all, I shipped most of my camping gear to him in a box <laughs> before we came. So I didn't have to bring it on the airplane. Smart move. Yeah. And then, um, like my tent and like sleeping system and all that. And then when we got here, um, Levi let us borrow like a table, a camp stove, a lantern, you know, some gas cans, a cooler. So I didn't have to bring any of that stuff, um, which was clutch. Like we could get, we cook re regular meals, uh, you know, had the cooler, um, didn't have to carry it on the plane. So anytime you can cultivate like contacts, friendships, even through social media or whatever it is, yeah. just to help you with on the ground stuff in these states if you're traveling to hunt. And then when you're out in the field, stop and talk to people, um, you know, especially local people. I mean, you know, um, and you don't got to, anyway, we, we met a couple cool guys from, where were they from? The Arrowhead guys? I oh, uh, I think one was from Montana and one was from Colorado. Yeah, they're from somewhere. something anyway, like that. Met some cool guys that like one of them naps arrowheads as a hobby. He gave us some arrowheads. Yeah, that was and, pretty sweet. Um, but then we, we also met another, we met a landowner on the first day. You noticed his hood was up, so we stopped and talked to him. He, you know, he, uh, he gave us a contact of a ranch owner here that we might be able to get access if we needed. Um, yeah. We, and you know, even just, just, asking people they've seen stuff or whatever but then we like the the last day we met um another kid whose family owns a huge ranch and they you know uh they allow hunters to with a hundred dollar trespass fee which is like nothing so anyway you can just cultivate contacts and just get to know people you know get their numbers you yeah know, uh, it's good so yeah. anyway that was a side note but <laughs> so we're trying to figure out what to do i get the meat cooled put it in a cooler um i have a doe tag um, we're already thinking, okay, this is cool. We're going to be able to get to go home early. Um, but you know, do we want to keep hunting a little more? So, so the next morning we were kind of just going to take it easy or whatever and kind of decide to kind of play it by ear. And so I went up, I got up, did a little time lapse of the sunrise, tried to anyway, it's kind of jacked up. But, um, then we, uh, I just, he was sleeping a little bit. So I just walked up the hill behind camp just to Get some. I thought there might be some mule deer over there. Just get some footage, just to, whatever glass. Just hang out. Just enjoy the morning. And yeah. uh, as soon as I get up there, I see some antelope. So I was like, "Game on, dudes!" So I ran yeah. down. And I was like, "He was just getting out of the tent." Like, Ugh. yeah, I was just putting clothes on. And, and I was like, "You ready to go shoot another one?" And he's like, <laughs> "Trying to go kill another one?" I was like, "Yeah," <laughs> you know. And I just, I just get like amped and i was like yeah let's do it and i like that wakes me up kind of but i was still like <laughs> half asleep probably walking out there yeah. and i had my bag and it was a little heavy but i had lightened it up from the previous yeah. day but i think i was just 
half asleep still, so yeah. I wasn't ready for it. So we start marching over to, uh, we, we start going around. Instead of coming over the peak like where he was when he spotted him, we come around and flank from the left, and we had to just get down so low, and my we both I, still got cactuses in us. Yeah, too. I wasn't having it. Like, I had cactus <laughs> in my knee. I still have cactus in my middle finger on my, <laughs> my, elbow on my right full. hand. Yeah, um, I think I might even have some in my rear end. Oh, on that stock, I learned, too, these are not just for putting on other jackets. Also, if you have to crawl, these come in handy. for I like. Thought that was, I thought those were to put gloves on. And there would They're be for no multiple purposes, but I noticed, like, when we were crawling through that stuff, I put these on, it just gives you a little protection on your hands. Because like, cactus is still going to pierce oh, that. Oh, definitely. But I have this little <laughs> cut here, and so it was just helping a little bit. But Nice. Yeah. <laughs> well, my body wasn't ready that early in the morning, yeah. so you know I think I might have spooked the antelopes a little bit because I was yeah. trying to get a shot. Um, I had a tri I had the tripod with the big lens, and I just I wasn't getting low enough. Um, and I think they just... Yeah, they're cam they camera shy. That's what it was. Yeah. It was a big old doe with a fawn. They weren't distracted by rutting and stuff. They were turned on and didn't have hardly any cover. And I had a shot at 350, um, but it's just I like to get a little closer than that if I can, especially on a smaller target like that. And um, I just wasn't fully comfortable with it, so I tried to sneak in a little. I might have pushed it a little bit and tried to get a little closer. And then we were trying to get a shot and. Um, so they did, they did spook off, but it was a nice, fun, fun stalk. And yeah, it um, definitely woke me up that morning too. Yeah. So. <laughs> I had him running uphill a couple times Yeah, and, uh, but, uh, it was a fun stalk. And then we got to camp and then, um, and then we were like, Hey, let's just go check that same spot. The buck was at. Yeah. And, yeah. We uh, just decided to check out where we killed the buck at. Yeah. And, uh, and then, know. and then, um, so we get up there same park in the same spot yeah. and we saw we saw they're actually on the other side um of the chunk of public i double check my maps make sure they're on public and then um then we took off in a little a little stock it wasn't very long um they were not far and it was again she was a doe with a buck so they were they were distracted yeah. with one another um and and kind of you know they were distracted with one another so <laughs> they were able to stalk in and um they didn't care about anything happened else. fast man yeah and took the shot dropped her um she yeah. was it was a full frontal shot but same thing dropped her yeah um and that buck stayed around for a while yeah, he like if around. you had another buck tag oh, you yeah. could have filled that easy yeah easy because he was just standing there looking at us like you killed my friend yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. oh man so but uh but anyway yeah i mean um you know, I might be a little more selective in the future, but, you know. I think next time, if, if you come out here again, and if I'm with you, yeah, we, we definitely sh should be maybe. But yeah. um, just because we've already had a cool experience and it happened to be a little, yeah. bit, little bit easier. Yeah, I mean, um, I planned a long time for this hunt, and we got, we got two antelope in yeah, two days. Yeah, because both of us expected it to be a lot longer, to, to I be think, a grind, right? Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, I just yeah, kind of bought into the horror stories about the unit being tough and everything. And um, but at the end of the day, like Wyoming has just done a phenomenal job managing their antelope herd, and it's just it's a it's a mecca for antelope. And you know, I say it, I've said it before, I've said it. You know, I kind of wanted to show through this film um, that 
adventures out there opportunity is out there a lot of guys dream of hunting antelope and stuff and yeah. um it's doable guys like i'm not an expert um i'm certainly not <laughs> yeah i mean we're both from virginia if you use the right tools and I, i'm not making this a commercial but i've been using go hunt insider since before i even got into podcasting or anything it's a phenomenal tool um, for research, I found this unit using Go Hunt Insider. I got this tag on zero points in the special draw. It was a 100% draw. I drew the tag and picked up a doe tag. We came out here and got it done. Like you, If I can do it, you can do it. Um, and have a super fun hunt and just enjoy yourself. Um, the, there's antelope everywhere. Um, I think I kind of got lost in what I was trying to say there, but I just want to say it's like a great place and it's just great but opportunity. I'm, I think I know what you're trying to say. Selectivity, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what you're trying to say is, you know, even though, you know, you might not be in the best position, best unit or whatever, you know, it, it, it's out there if you want it. If you get after yeah. it hard enough and you try hard enough, um, you know, we might have gone on a six-mile hike and got nothing, but, you know, that's just the name of the game. Sometimes yeah. you win, sometimes you lose. And uh, we happen to get them easy after we yeah, tried we to do put it in the a hard way. Yeah. And, and the scouting for a day and a half. Yeah. We I mean, drove hundreds of miles. Don't take advantage of that because tons of these people that, uh, I mean, if unless you live in Wyoming and know where everything is usually, yeah. you might not have the opportunity to get there a day early and, right. and scout. But if you do have that opportunity, I highly suggest you take it because, yeah, you know, paid off. It, it really did. I mean, we might have started out in an area where we, we saw them and it, yeah. and it didn't work out, but we knew of other locations that we, yep. we scouted so you know we had multiple plans we had plan a through z practically yeah. you know it might not be the best area but if you put in the work and um you know and you do your research then you yeah. you can make it happen too yeah and uh, and knowing or again kind of the fact that i had sort of bought into the hype about this not being a good unit or whatever um i kind of come came into this hunt with i wasn't going to be really very picky or selective um, I knew I didn't want to shoot a little like yearling or a little tiny guy, but I went into this saying, I'm going to shoot the first like mature, you know, decent antelope I get a shot at. Yeah. Um, now that I've killed two, um, I might be a little, well, I probably will be more selective, uh, in the future. Um, but like I said, I wanted to get out here, um, get it done. And, uh, we had a great time. He's a great buck. Um, I'm happy with him and, you know, got some more meat for the freezer with the dough and, um, I don't know. What you, what was, what's your like impressions of like just the whole experience? Oh, I'd do it again in a heartbeat. I mean, um, definitely want to be more conditioned, like I said earlier. But you know, um, for an experience that doesn't come around every day, um, you know, I've I've driven through Montana. I I don't even think I've seen an antelope before this trip. Okay. So. Um, you know, just overall 10 out of 10 experience, you know, you get to, I, I love being outside and camping. We got to camp. Um, you saw how crazy and lit up I got when I saw the Milky Way above us oh, and the dude. stars. Yeah. And I started just going He was like off. a kid in a candy store dude, when the stars just, came out. I was just going off with all sorts of crazy astrophotography ideas. And that's something I can't do in Virginia because yeah. there's just light pollution everywhere, yeah. not a big open sky. Um, so that was, that was epic. And that was the first night. So I already had yeah. good impression. That was right after we found the black widow three feet from your, that um, almost ruined it for me. <laughs> that seriously, <laughs> I yeah. hate spiders. And there was a black widow, like literally like in our, we're in a, a floorless teepee and yeah. he's, he, all he's got is just a tarp and like a little, 
literally like a backpack, a backpack like mattress pad, pad yeah. kind of thing, and then my sleeping bag. So I'm, I'm pretty much on the I'm pretty much on the ground. Yeah. Um. And so of course the first night I didn't sleep for hours because I thought <laughs> spiders were gonna like crawl on my ears or yeah, something. Yeah. But um, you know um. Fun though. It, it was even great. those things that in the moment are kind of like creepy or scary. Yeah. Like, they make the or like it makes hard. a funny story like, yeah like yeah you probably weren't enjoying every minute of that long hike we did but like now like that makes the experience more enjoyable than right. if we just driven yeah. around for yeah. all day every day if we didn't walk around we would have never found our that shed yeah um i i would have never really gotten the true understanding for you know western hunting because i mean that might be easy right there but i know now what to really expect yeah. in the future so um you know, it might not have been the most fun thing, but it's a reality check, and it's going to prepare me better for the future. Yeah. So. You can't you can't beat those real world experiences. Yeah. And that another point that you know I've said before too that this hunt antelope hunt is a great way to start Western hunting. Yeah. Because you can learn those things, you can perfect you know what you pack, what yeah. you don't pack, and at the end of the day, like you're usually going to be pretty close to your truck, like. You don't want to like bite off more than you can chew and try to go on like a seven days solo backcountry elk hunt for your first trip. Like it probably won't turn out well. Like no, start no, with no. this hunt. Like um, you know, and I'm sure we'll do more content around it and we'll do a episode about it and everything. But um, yeah, I think that was pretty much all I wanted to hit, man. And then we went back to town early and cooked up some. Uh, some, some backstrap. What do you think of the dough meat? backstrap, man. Um, let me tell you, I've I've had beef. I'd have I've had bison and I've had venison. I think I've, I think I've had elk one time, but I don't really remember it, so I'm not gonna judge that. Um, but out of those three, bison, venison, and regular beef, I think antelope might take the cake. Okay. I don't know. I like it. I like a good steak sometimes, especially like tonight when I had that jalapeno butter. That was crazy. <laughs> but but antelope, it's good. It's lean. It's tender. It was it was great. Add yeah. some jalapeno butter to that. And oh, <laughs> it's yeah. gonna be crazy. Yeah, we had we had some uh, backstrap burritos. It was pretty good. Um, would, okay, so what what do you think is like? I kind of maybe already touched on it, but like, is there one thing you learned, like main thing you learned? I think the main thing I learned about, you know, this hunt and overall experience was just um, whether it's a short time or a long time and whether it's um, hard or easy, don't, um, d you know, don't take for granted, like, this situation you know whatever it is you know have a good time and live in the moment enjoy that moment like after we after we killed the buck we just took time to chill relax and enjoy the moment really get to um uh, i really got to experience and feel what it what it feels like to to do that western yeah. hunt so i think really just having a good time and having a positive attitude no matter what goes down yep um is is key yeah. and that's that's one thing i gotta give shout out to cam for like um yeah he he he's just starting off with western hunting but like i said his camera skills are there and uh he had a great attitude the whole time we had fun together um he was never complaining about anything always ready to go 
um, you know, always down, always trying hard, always working hard. So, you know, if you're a young guy looking to get into industry, like I told Cam from the get go too, even, um, you know, technical stuff you can learn, you know, camping systems and gear, you can get dialed with experience, but you can't teach somebody how to have a good attitude. And I'll take somebody with a good attitude and work ethic that knows nothing any day over some, you know, bad photographer, you know, amazing photographer who's whining the whole time. So um, attitude is so cool. So I appreciate you, man. You did a great job. I appreciate that. Yeah, man. And um, so you'll, you'll probably be seeing a lot more Cam. You're going to see his work on, you know, upcoming stuff that I'm going to be putting out. Exciting announcements coming soon. More about that soon <laughs> um, where you might be seeing some of our stuff. But, um, but Cam did great. And um, uh, there's one thing else I was going to ask you again. Or, um, yeah, that's a pretty good way to wrap it up. Um, was it different than you expected? Yeah. Yep. Like I said, I mean, I, I, I wasn't sure of the terrain and the foliage. Yeah. Um, um, and I thought the outcome would probably be a little different. I thought it was going to take longer, and I thought we'd get one. Yeah. You know, if it happened. Yeah. You know, I, I've, I've never hunted with you, so I yeah. didn't really exactly know... Um, how your skills were turns out you know you're kind of a uh pretty good hunter Think so well? <laughs> yeah right, <good>. so <laughs> i appreciate uh you taking me on this trip yeah, man. and you know letting me be a part of this it was a great opportunity For and sure, i'd love to do it again yeah um it was the hunting style a lot different than you expected, or was oh, that... for sure, yeah. yeah. I'm used to sitting twenty foot up in a tree, ten foot Did up. Did you in think tree. we'd be doing a lot more sitting and looking and a little bit? I thought we'd glass a little bit more, yeah. but I mean, we did all of that, you know, from the truck most of the time. Yeah, um, scouting. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's that's antelope hunting. You know, a lot of, you're doing a lot of glassing from the truck, and then, and then moving out. Um, a lot of it was just running, yeah. running or walking around. Stop for a second, use your binos, yeah. check what's in the but area. But don't also be afraid, you know, a lot of people do stick to the roads and, you know, get maybe a little lazy or don't want to. Um, and though we did not kill anything on our long hike, it was a great experience. Also, we did stalk into rifle range on two or three different bucks. We just yeah. couldn't shoot them because they're on private. Mm -hmm. Um so, and also we, we saw that terrain, we could figure out if it was good or not. We, you know, you never know what kind of animals or terrain might be around the next ridge. So, um, so that is important. So, but anyway, um, that's pretty much everything I wanted to hit. Anything else you wanted to close with or anything? I don't think so. All right. We'll just get out there guys. Cause like we've been saying, adventure is out there. Opportunities out there. You just gotta be willing to, to put in the work, the research, and just goes to show if you do put in the research and the time and the effort, it, it will pay off. So um, looking forward to sharing this content with you guys more. And thanks for your support. And we'll see you guys in the next one.